In this bulletin, ASIO lowers Australia's national terrorism threat level from probable to possible. National protests continue in China against the zero COVID policy and lockdowns. And in football news, the Socceroos say they have no plans to play it safe as they gear up for the World Cup clash with Denmark. All the latest from the SBS newsroom, I am Omar Bello. The Australian Security Intelligence Organisation, ASIO, is lowering Australia's national terrorism threat level from likely to possible. ASIO Director General Mike Burgess says the decision was not taken lightly and that this does not mean the threat is negligible. It will be the first time since 2014 that the threat level has gone down. Mr. Burgess claims that extreme violence driven by nationalism and racism is still a threat. Critically though, there are fewer of these people than there were previously and few of them are likely to conduct an actual attack in Australia. So what's changed? Perhaps most significantly, the threat from religiously motivated violent extremists has moderated. The offshore networks, capabilities and allure of groups such as ISIL and Al-Qaeda have been degraded, with their support in Australia declining accordingly. But I stress, it's dissipated, not disappeared. The Nationals will not support a proposal to enshrine an Indigenous voice to Parliament in the Constitution. The federal government has been calling for a referendum during this term of parliament to set up an indigenous voice, one of the recommendations from the Uluru Statement from the Heart. Leader of the Nationals, David Littleproud, says they don't believe the current proposal will genuinely close the gap. So the National Party has made a position that we will not support the voice uh, to parliament. We believe in empowering local indigenous communities giving them the power at a local level, not creating another layer of bureaucracy here in Canberra, but to give those communities the opportunities that those in metropolitan Australia enjoy every day. Attorney General Mark Dreyfus is calling for bipartisanship support to establish a national anti-corruption commission. It comes after the Liberal Party introduced amendments in the Senate. Mr. Dreyfus is urging the coalition to get on board with the proposal, saying one of the proposed changes will amount to a veto of the body's establishment. The government will not be supporting that amendment and indeed I would call on the Liberal Party to withdraw that amendment. I would call on the Liberal Party to support the establishment of a national anti-corruption commission and let's get on with this task that the Australian people voted for at the last election. In China, protests continue nationwide against the zero COVID policy and lockdowns, with Shanghai police arresting demonstrators. State censors are struggling to stop the spread of protesters' information. The protests are directly targeting Chinese President Xi Jinping, with many going as far as calling for his resignation, a rare occurrence in the country. Some protesters brandished white sheets of papers to express their opposition to censorship. 
at a protest in Shanghai. A student going by the name of Zhu is not shy about voicing a discontent towards the leader. It's crazy. I think first it's because of the Xi Jinping, the president. We should end his uh, dictatorship because he only care about his uh, he only care about himself, his dictatorship. So um, this is why many people died died of him. So, but now it's uh, it's a good news. Is uh, many people get um, getting to realize uh, the president is illegal. South Korea's childbirth has hit a new record low, and the issue is being blamed on cultural attitudes about the role of women and outdated government policies. The country has the world's 10th largest economy, but it is struggling to find workers as the number of older people increases and the number of taxpayers shrink. These days in South Korea, there are many people, like 30-year-old Yu Yong-yi, who have opted to remain child-free. Until college, I wanted kids, but when I started working, I saw male colleagues not really talking much about their kids. They just said, my kids are cute, but it's difficult to take care of them. In contrast, my female colleagues were more focused on caring for their children. It was always mothers who talked to their children's teachers and it was always them who left work early if their kids were sick. I never saw male colleagues leaving work early for sick children. After looking at such things, I realised my concentration at work would be greatly diminished if I had babies. To World Cup news, the Socceroos say they are not getting carried away with their World Cup win over Tunisia because their job is not yet done. The Australian team will face Denmark on Thursday, the 1st of December. Victory in that match would see them true to the round of 16. A draw could do the same, but Australia has no plans to play it safe. While Australia's third-ever World Cup win over Tunisia was caused to celebrate, Socceroos striker Mitch Duke says coach Graham Arnold is reminding them to stay focused on the task ahead. He basically tried to just make sure that we didn't get too overwhelmed or too caught up in the emotion because we haven't achieved anything yet. Enjoy the moment, but it's no time to party, there's no time to relax. I am Omar Bello, and that's the latest from the SBS Newsroom. 